Welcome to Mind Your Biz. I'm your host, Evan the Biz, and I got a really cool guy here today doing some hot new technology. It's Daniel Corona, and uh, welcome, Daniel, to the show. We appreciate that you're letting us mind your biz. Awesome. Thank you for the invite. Sounds good, man. Let's get rolling. We, we want to know all about you and what you're doing because you're on the cutting edge right now and uh, not too many people know about the things that you're getting into. I mean, the whole NFT sector right now is mind-blowing. Sharing Instagram posts, uh, supporting their you know local artists and painters and musicians. We're essentially all the pioneer of this NFT movement, which is, I'd love to be a part of it. So tell me, because not everybody knows about this, believe it or not, uh, most people don't. So Daniel, in a very quick summary, just explain what an NFT is and why it's kind of getting exposure right now, uh, because they've been around for a bit, but it just seems out of nowhere, they're finally getting the spotlight. So tell the audience you know, exactly what it is and why it's, it's getting the spotlight right now. So NFT in general stands for non-fungible token. And that itself might confuse some people. So the way I break it down is it's essentially a digital collectible. Uh, Anything such as art, MP3s, video files, anything you can pretty much convert to the NFTs, which is essentially a unique digital token that you can buy and sell. And since it's so unique, you won't be able to copy it. You can trade it on the blockchain. You can use other cryptocurrencies to buy and sell like Ethereum. And so having that unique digital signature is what allows it to be so popular. And everybody who you know wants to support their local artists and local musicians, this is one way to show your support. I know it's been around for a bit. So tell me why it's getting the craze right now that it that it's getting, you know, the popularity. I mean, it's several factors, right? One of them is people, this whole craze with cryptocurrencies in general. Ethereum is dancing around 2100 as of today. And so now when people are talking about NFTs, they're thinking, okay, what kind of was the trendsetter, the collectible, who, who's a collector who likes collectibles? For example, you have like NBA Top Shot that just came out who are essentially selling moments. You know, it could be slam dunks, three pointers, amazing assists that are selling like crazy. So people are getting on board this whole momentum in this movement and they could be musicians selling their you know cover art it could be something where it has to do with their audio files that are unlisted or unreleased to the public and so anything that you cherish that could be collectible this is your chance to kind of take a stand and be a part of the movement so that's a great explanation but for some of the old school thinkers out there how is this any different than a musician putting together a limited edition of their CD or a limited edition album, if you really want to go way back. So why is this NFT just as special or more special than that kind of a scenario? Exactly. Because, I mean, at, at one point, having one of those things that's tangible, that's always great. And it could be, you know, an original Picasso hanging on your wall. The whole purpose of it is the ownership aspect, right? And there's multiple ways to look at that is some people love to say owning something, it could be their narrative, it could be ego, but realistically, it's the investment opportunity that you're supporting your local artist or musician. Uh, What differs now is that by owning an NFT, you're more likely to be able to correspond with the artist, whereas just buying an album or purchasing it off of, you know, Amazon or eBay or anything, you're less likely to have that communication, that personal experience. Having an NFT, you're essentially saying, hey, I support you, and I'm putting skin in the game at the same time. See, that's a great point because the artist is pretty much getting the money directly as opposed to the middleman 
which could be, in this case for music, the record label that gets 99% of probably record sales. Obviously record labels, you know, make sure their artists make money in, in a whole lot of other ways. But this, I would say this is maybe directed for the, um, the independent artist that doesn't have a major record deal that really is the starving artist. And, you know, they can keep on doing their craft that people love and their fans can show love back by supporting it directly. So is that, is that really sum up what's going on here with the NFT? It's pretty much for anybody, as you said, it's, and, and that's what gives this additional exposure is literally anybody who has something that they feel is collectible can make an NFT. It could be anybody who's passionate about a product or is an amazing graphic designer. You know, when it comes to, you know, influence and following, it's now you're really actually seeing who the true talent is, you know, who the genuine artists that don't get the typical credit we're now seeing their work put on display from a global perspective. And it's just a really exciting time because now it's time for everybody to shine who wants to pursue this route. You know what, I got, I got a theory and you could tell me your opinion if you think I'm, I'm right or way off or, or slightly right. I mean, COVID came in and really, sh it pretty much shut everything down, but it also woke up a lot of the artistry in everyone, whether you're an, uh, you know, a painter, a musician, poet. I feel like COVID gave us more time uh, to reflect on our inner passions that maybe we didn't have time when we had a job. Or So I feel like there's way more artists out there and I think they had more time and I think they may have stumbled on, on this NFT, whereas before everyone's just too busy in the grind. And I think that, in my opinion, maybe you think that's what woke up the NFT world is is all these artists finding a new route to somehow make an income? Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's a great point in the sense of with all the layoffs going around globally and people working from home, you know, you can't just watch Netflix all day. You got to keep hustling, right? And so when it comes down to, you'll hear certain artists say, we can now focus on music. We love being in the studio 24-7. Uh, when you have, you know, actual digital artists or artists to paint type of thing, that's where their focus is now. When you don't have the distractions of going outside and going to these events, your focus is on your career, is on your passion. And we're now seeing the result of all of this amazing work being displayed. And as you said, like COVID in general, it was pretty much a stepping stone to allow this to happen. Absolutely. So, you know, obviously we all, we have sympathy for anyone that lost their life or got sick or lost family, but it's all, everyone is, is really, has died in vain if we didn't turn this, this big negative COVID into something positive. So, you know, I'm all for this, I'm all for the arts and everyone trying to figure out this new grind and this new way to, to make an in income and, and really fill people with, with some kind of joy or positivity with art again. So whether it's an NFT, uh, anything that's able to get people's art out there and support it. I'm, I'm all for it. So, you know, I guess my big question, since you're so, you know, savvy with the NFT world, I was actually made aware recently that there's other blockchains that have NFTs. And I'm just wondering, I, I know, you know, Ethereum is, is very popular up there on the, uh, the cryptocurrencies. Is that the only reason why the NFT world is really leaning on the Ethereum? NFT as opposed to the other cryptos that have, you know, the um, the contracts, the built-in contracts and such? Yeah, I mean, I, I believe that is a huge proponent on why Ethereum is also doing so well, is that it's essentially assimilated with 
the NFT sector. Anybody who's converting NFTs with some of the larger marketplaces like Rarible or OpenSea or you know, Mintable are pretty much using these Ethereum NFTs, right? In that sense. And so kind of uh, corresponding together, they're raising and uh, that's causing the whole positive momentum behind it. That's also, you know, understanding the people who look at Bitcoin or trade, you know, altcoins in general, cryptocurrency trading, this obviously helps in that sense, create that momentum. Got it. Got it. So, so I'm, I'm based, I finally woke up, you know, to cryptocurrency. Obviously I, I, I invest in a million different ways, but I, I think, I, th- I really think I woke up because of the NFT, because I have, uh, you know, I have a biased interest in the arts. So when, you know, when the NFTs really hit the spotlight and I saw how it was assimilated with, you know, cryptocurrency that I, I'm completely woke. And, and just like you, I'm already wheeling and dealing and trying to figure out how I can make my way into this world of crypto and NFTs because I'm a big thinker, not because I just want to get in to make money. I want to make an impact with it because I've done that in many different industries and I feel I can, I can stick my two cents in and, and, and change the game a little bit. So, but I want to hear how you're trying to make an impact directly with this whole new technology. Exactly. No, and that's, and that's a great attitude and a great way to look at things. Uh, when you're at the beginning stages of any type of new industry, new movement, you have to have the mentality of thinking long-term. This isn't just a flash in the pan. You have to have confidence in the industry, confidence in yourself, confidence in your brand, whatever you're marketing and promoting, you want to be 100% behind it. And so uh, everybody who is, you know, kind of testing the waters right now or leaning over full on head steam into it is pretty much seeing, okay, how are we going to look at this long term, right? And so to answer your question, uh, what I'm working on, what my team has been developing and which actually drops tomorrow are these crypto cards. And there are these exciting animated NFT cards that are available to buy and sell. It's going to be on satoshi.art, which is a smaller marketplace. That's more of a pre-drop tomorrow. Uh, OpenSea next week, Rarible next week. And part of the process is it's 111 cards. So that in itself shows this isn't just like a one-time mintable project, get in, get out. This is going to be five cards every week being distributed, being delivered, being pretty much promoted and marketed. And we took so much time in making sure that they were at the highest quality. We had focus group tests, uh, getting people's opinions on what they like, what they dislike, uh, the certain logos, the flair, the characters themselves. I mean, that was part of the fun was developing and designing these individual characters and then coming up with backstories, coming up with just this creative mentality in crypto cards. I like, I want people to associate crypto cards with, you know, a smart investment and thinking about the future. And this is something that, oh, Daniel brought up, you know, back in early April on Evan the Biz Show and all that stuff. And so in our way of giving back 11.1%, similar to that 111, you know, uh, cards in the series, that's the numerical sign for manifestation and prosperity and pretty much anything that you can mentally manifest that's positive in your life. So 111, 11.1% of every original sale of a crypto card will be donated to the Walk to End Alzheimer's. Those are those purple t-shirts that people have probably seen on the sidewalks of their long walks. Um, So 11.1% will be donated to that charity. Uh, I believe we all know at least somebody who 
We might have lost to that tragic disease. And so we want to do all we can to give back. And it's not just all profit, profit, profit. It's we want to give back. We want to build momentum. We want to build the community around positive things. Wow. You're really, you know, you're launching something great. I mean, it ties right into what, what, you know, everything that's going on in the art itself and with the cryptocurrency. So it's kind of like a combo, uh, which I like. And then when you mentioned the 11s, you know, I mean, personally, I don't mean to dip into my world, but I don't know, about 10 years ago, I had a paradigm shift in my whole life. And all I could see was 11s, 11, 11. I didn't even know what the hell it was. Um, and I'm not, I'm not one of these, you know, spiritual type astro- astrological people. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, down to earth guy, you know, I'm chewing dirt and somebody had to explain to me what was happening to me. And, um, that 11, 11 is something else. I mean, I got hit with it and real life things started to happen to me. Not to sound, sound like some crazy, but, um, 11, 11 is from what they explained to me. And I didn't even go deep into it. I just took it for what it was. And I believed it cause I was going through it. Uh, but it's exactly what you said. It's a manifestation. Uh, it, it definitely tied into success. So I, I love that 11, 11 thing. I mean, I, cause I'm a part of it. I feel like I'm in that I'm tapped in. So, um, I love that you're giving back. How different is this from, from like a new age Pokemon in a way? The difference here with that is one of the things is that you can always create cards that tailor towards the specific parameters. Like we've got the 111 cards. We've got six different editions. This is something that you can digitally hold and be able to buy and sell. With the old Pokemons, yes, you would have them tangibly. Yes, people would play with them. But these are the ones that you'd more so, okay... I like looking at them in my phone. I'm able to trade them, buy them, sell them. When's the new one coming out? Uh, you know, back when Pokemon was going on, you didn't really have that uh, genuine connection with updates and you know being able to connect with the actual people who created the cards. Uh, now you can actually put a face with crypto cards. Send me a DM. I'm you know looking to collab with pretty much any designers, any artists uh, who are focused on NFTs. I've learned that you know the more you network, the more you connect with people the better things happen with that whole synergistic approach, right? Where, you know, you can accomplish so much more as a community in a collaboration than you can individually. And so when it comes to, you know, Pokemon, as opposed to crypto cards, crypto cards, you can actually have a say, you can actually have an input on future drops, future series, the timing, you know, what works best for everybody, you know, what are you looking for as an incentive? You know, what would you like in as a drawing to win? If you put a bid on something, you know, all those different aspects you wouldn't typically have five, 10, 15 years ago or whatever with any other types of cards. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. The connection to the people and it's like you're listening to what the people want and you're collaborating and you have a limited edition. It's not just getting replicated and make more money like some of these um, collectibles end up doing. I love it. And I love that it's connected to new technology, cutting edge currency that looks like it's, I mean, from here, it looks like it's only going up. Um, I hope people really, you know, dive in and you're putting it out there on pretty much all the major marketplaces. So they can't, you know, they can't get lost. And what do they do? They search crypto cards. Exactly. That's crypto cards with a Z at the end. Uh, Instagram, crypto cards, official cryptocards.com. Uh, you can get a taste of the website. On the website itself, you can see kind of some previews of what's going to be traded. They also show, you know, where Bitcoin's at, where Ethereum's at. You can go on there on the website. You can buy, you can sell cryptocurrency. 
to load up your digital wallet in order to purchase NFTs, in order to purchase crypto cards on all of the marketplaces. As of tomorrow, they will be officially on uh, Satoshi. They'll be on OpenSea, Rarible, uh, pretty much the three major wrongs. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how you do it. You would search crypto cards, but uh, follow on Instagram and send a DM. And I'd love to uh, connect with the people. I'd love to communicate with anybody who's interested in learning more and wants to uh, pursue this potential pathway and uh, this positive movement. No, this is great, Daniel. I, I really, I love the sound of this. It's, it's artistic, it's collaborative, it's new age. I'm all about that. I'm all about the future, man. We can't, we got to stop, put away your Pokemon cards. Let's get into something, let's get into something new. Not to mention the, some of my Pokies got all damaged <laughs> and that's not happening <laughs> with these uh, digital cards, crypto cards, right? Well, thanks for coming through, Daniel, and really putting everybody on to this new, this new form of art. And I definitely want you to check back with us and um, see how the drop went. You know, I want to hear the feedback of the people. And um, I just want to, I want, I want to see the progress of this because I'm always, I'm always interested in new things, new launches. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a crazy entrepreneur. So, so this excites me, things like this. Awesome. Yeah. And we'd love to be back. I mean, we're all about communication and transparency and kind of uh, sharing the adventure, right? I mean, and so therefore, yeah, we'd love to be back. Beautiful, Daniel. Well, thanks again for coming through. Check out those crypto cards with a Z. And uh, we appreciate you letting us mind your biz.